Welcome to the first Tech for Techs Tech Talk, episode one. Have you got the right tools for your job? This is a live show. I'm your host, Phil Griffiths. Today we have two co-hosts. First of all, we have Jennifer Griffiths, who is the owner of Tech for Techs. How are you doing today, Jennifer? I'm doing great. Thank you. Secondly, all the way from Ireland, we have Mac O'Donoghue, uh, who likes to be known as the King of Ireland, and he is from Crosshaven Computers. How are you doing, Mac? Oh, it's all good in the hood here in Ireland, man. It's all good. Yeah, very good. That's good. Okay, let's start off with an informal chat about what we've been doing this week, or if you've got any news or tips you would like to talk about. You first, Jennifer. This week, I've seen a rise in solid-state drives as well as hard drives uh, failing. And uh, each one of these customers had one thing in common. It wasn't backed up. So that means I had to rescue it with one of the tools that I'll be talking about today. So um, right now would be a great time to be thinking about cloud backup so that you don't end up like these people did. Okay, that's pretty good. Um, what about yourself, Cormac? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I tell you what, where I'm spending most of my time webbing up the walls, but any spare time I've been doing, I've been trying to... Uh, Diversify a bit of the business into kind of Facebook shops. Facebook shops is fairly new um, and I want to get in there and get in there with Facebook shops and Instagram. We just started uh, selling refurbished computers. For me, the time was right. The price of computers are up to going up, what, 100, 200 quid. The market is there. So I'm trying to get in. You know, I think a Facebook shop will sell more than than a lot of websites. Um, so trying to get that right. I was working I'm working a lot with Fiverr actually, trying to get designs. I do have a graphic design person planned, but I just wanted to get the thing launched. So playing around with it. So getting videos ready for that and all that. Definitely for anyone out there, um, have a look at Facebook shops and Instagram shops. It's going to be big. It's going to take some of the business away from websites. Our, point people towards the websites right yeah that sounds pretty good and it's true i'm going to say i've been using facebook shops trying it out linking it in with my website and you can actually link your website in with it as well depending on how you're doing it so um, when i list something on my website it automatically puts it on facebook shops um, so it makes it makes it ideal because then you've got your sales on the website and then obviously through Facebook as well. I think Phil, I what I'm finding at the moment, and you can correct me here if I'm wrong, because I, I, I haven't, as I said, it's new. At the moment, I don't think, in Ireland anyway, you can check out on Facebook yet, because I think you have to put in an American bank, that's an issue. So you're right in saying, at the moment, I think you have to send it to uh, your website, which yeah. mine's not e-commerce. That's something we'll get around to as well. Right, yeah, I was going to say, I was, if they click on the links, it does actually take them straight yeah. to, to, to our website, so they purchase it from there, but it's good to have the option of showing it and sharing it and so forth on your page and to other places. Right, next up we've got, uh, right, my story there today is, well, for me, it's more news or lack of news about VIP computers, who are a UK-based distributor, and what we should all learn from it. If you are unaware of what happened, in basics, their website went down just over two weeks ago and staff got sent home. This was then extended till the Monday and then for another week. So basically just over two weeks in total um, or just under. Uh, while from what I know, the staff are back at work now, 
but the website is still non-functional. Official word from VIP is, well, nothing really official, no press releases as such, just a few comments from staff saying we're experiencing a system outage due to two servers going down and issues with COVID-19 made it a slow repair. With no explanation of why two servers went down at the same time, Due to the vagueness, I've had a large number of messages uh, from people all over, including vendors and other distributors, uh, asking us what's happened. Uh, with speculation of ransomware, fire in the server room, and even entering administration. While all these things may not be true, it does not stop people talking about it and putting off new customers, as well as past customers, due to the lack of openness. So what does this teach us? that no matter how big you are, you should have a number of backup solutions, uh, like Jenny said, for example, cloud backup or whatever. Um, you should also have a backup system in place. Uh, when I say system, as in another way of doing those jobs, so you, another way of checking work in or able to pull up databases, whether it's on the cloud and it's synced with your storage in a server room or something like that. And about openness, um, well, let's put it this way, uh, not being open about what's going on can cause more problems than being upfront about the issue. So in reality, the way they handle this, I don't think it's ideal. They may think it's absolutely perfectly fine, but if it was, people should not be messaging me about it. They should be yeah. talking to VIP, VIP should be dealing with this. Um, they should have a basic statement, which yes, they say they emailed the customers, I only got half of the emails, but the basics is they've given a non-technical answer to a very technical group of people. If you get me there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's I, sorry, Jen. Go on. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say I could respect someone saying, um, well, basically we pulled the, the wrong plug and the server blew up and being transparent about it than just saying, nothing to see here nothing to see here you know moving right along I, I would rather them just be blatantly honest and telling me what a, a a real stupid error was made you know I, I could respect that it's just the lack of transparency mm -hmm. that gets me well that's a good point you brought up I think it was it's Cloudflare I think I was listening to um Twit I think it was Twit last week and I think Cloudflare Flare I think it was Cloudflare made a massive outage and um they held their hands up straight away and went it was a they, an engineer messed up and it was yeah. to me the way to handle things. Now I don't know what's going on with VIP, I generally don't. Um but as you said, if if there was if just you know come up with some sort of statement properly, then that that's that's it. I wish them all the best because obviously it's it's a big problem, whatever came across. So I do wish them the best on it. But yeah, come out, I don't know. Well, exactly. The last thing we need is a, a distributor disappearing because the more distributors, more competition, which means better prices in the long haul. But just the openness would be better. We've seen it from other distributors when they've been down and they've been blatantly honest. Oh, yeah, um, their service provider cut the phone cable or something like that or <laughs> whatever. Or uh, the new upgrade didn't go through as planned or whatever. And it's just Well, I think, I think for, for us, there's a lesson as well as us techs in the business you know we are all going to make mistakes and again VIP might not have made mistakes but I found the mistakes I have made that if I come right out to if I'm in an office whatever and say right we're after doing a boo-boo here lads 
everyone's chill out, might come in extra hour, but we'll get things up and running rather than trying to hide them. But they, 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 they sympathize with you then, you know, up to a point. That's so true. Right, let's get on to the main topic of the day. So uh, what everyone's come here for. Hopefully we've got a few people watching by now. Um, if not, well, we're just going to talk to ourselves. So, <laughs> so, right, basically the topic today is have you got the right tools for your job? So we're basically going to talk about software more so than hardware. And when I say hardware, I mean like screwdrivers and stuff. But feel free to mention them if <laughs> you've got the specific uh, hardware you do prefer. So I'll pass the first one over to Cormac. What's your what's your favourite, or what would you like to talk about today? Well, I've uh, I've two, but I I'll start I'll start with uh, one of my favourites, the one I uh, build up the tension there, lads uh, and lasses. Um, one of a tool I use on every single computer is uh, Malwarebytes tool set, not to yeah. be confused with Malwarebytes antivirus. Yes. Um, I I was in I got involved in the beta program, so I've been using it a while, okay. Um, and I've I've no affiliation with Malwarebytes. I do have a lot of time for that company and their support, but uh, as I said, no affiliation. But one of the reasons I use Malwarebytes toolset, um, and I'll, I'll call it Malwarebytes now after that because it's too long words, is basically it makes me money. Simply, it makes me money. Now, what Malwarebytes tool said is it's a USB. It's not a bootable USB. You use it uh, in a live environment. I suppose that's the word, you know. I have a couple of notes there made. It's a portable tool set. It has, um, it has 20 tools in it, uh, which you can use, you know. Um, one of them, the first ones is, is it scans it for malware. There's the ad work. Cleaner, AW Cleaner, which I think we're all familiar with. Uh, it, I love its anti-bundleware tool, which gets rid of all the, 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 yes. the junk. But initially, when I put in any computer that comes in, the very first two things I do is Malwarebytes and Fabs. I think someone's going to talk about Fabs afterwards, okay? First of all, I will scan. It has a built-in tool for scanning. It also has a network scanner, but it will scan for issues. Now, it will tell you if the hard drives are damaged or if there's errors or, or what's going on with them. That, to me, is vital for the very first thing because from a business point of view, there's an opportunity of an upsell there. The upsell is, right, your hard drive is not great. It's time to an SSD right off the bat. There, I know that within a couple of minutes. It'll give me all the system information about what's in the computer, even how, how old the computer is in this sense. Um, it'll tell me how much RAM, it'll tell me, just basically give me everything uh, that I need to know about the computer. So I'll run this scan, see what's going on, use that, back it up, and then tackle whatever it needs to. Now, one of the, what, where I find it very handy as well is going on site. Because when you're on site, you actually, you don't want to be on site all day. You don't want to be in a particular job all day. Yes, you can argue or do billable hours. I don't. These are man a lot. I've Some of my customers are managed service customers. I want to be in and out. Um, I remember I got a call from one of them. Uh, their sharing was down. I went in, ran that tool, uh, and it detected there was an issue with the sharing, and it, it, it can fix issues. 
Now, I, to this day, I still don't know what the issue was. I just fixed it. The, the staff went, oh, you're some genius. I said, hi, um, good luck with one of that. But I, I was out and ate because that was a managed service client that I just needed to get done to get to the next job, which was giving me a call yeah. out fee, you know? Um, so it's very, very, very powerful um, tool. Um, it will streamline your, 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 your repair process. I'm reading there what I wrote down, you know? Um, gather deep technical information in seconds and, you know, read, read, remediate malware and solve technical issues quickly. I also may need to get glasses. I just discovered that. I don't know if I'm about to do them just yet. Mm -hmm. You're right, though, about um, um, sites. I use that too. And that's a very good good tool. And it's also my first tool that I run. On the is system. it? Mm -hmm. And it will tell me, you know, even if the system needs an update. Yeah, it tells you that, and it, it lets you. I mean, everything you need to know about the system, like you said, RAM, which version of Windows it has, is all displayed there for you. History, uh, yeah, yes, yeah. a lot of things. I'll tell you what, let me put a screen share on so people can actually see what it looks like in person. Uh -huh. So, let's see if this works. Uh, first of all, so there we go. So if I share that, hopefully you can see my screen now. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So for you people, the RAM you have in your computer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if, show that off, man. <laughs> this is our video editing machine. So we're not using um, Premiere Pro uses up hell of a lot of memory, especially when doing um, our graphs and stuff. We use in the video reviews and stuff. Uh, but yeah, so as you can see, it tells you the version of Windows, which version you're running of it. So 1909, uh, when it was activated, um, you've got issues or not in your device manager. You can click on that. It'll show you. It tells you when there's updates. For example, I've got an update available here, which I haven't done yet. Um, it tells you your motherboards, memory, everything from your screens. You can scroll down and see all the different drives. Yeah, I've got a few different drives in there as well. Um, so that's pretty... oh, was that sorry, Coma? Like NASA, there you've got going over there, man. And show them history there. Um, so you can see the boot history and stuff, yeah. So the history there, you've got boot history, so you can see how long it takes. So, one unexpected shutdown in the last month, I think that's when we uh, had a lightning storm the other day. I just pulled the plug without checking, I've turned it off. Um, you've got system events and so forth. Obviously, I know everything what's going on with this machine, but uh, obviously it will tell you what you need to do. You've got network options on there as well, so you can see how you're connected and what connections you're using and so forth. Security, user account control, even applications. And that's just on the information tab before you even get on the scan. Then you can go yeah. on to scan. You can scan for malware. Or you can scan for issues that will pick up stuff like, your, as you were mentioning, hard drive, smart errors, even services not working and stuff like that. Um, so that's pretty cool. Obviously, malware scanner um, or portable scanner scans for malware. That's pretty obvious. It's a bit like the tool you'd normally get if you just downloaded the standalone malware uh, removal tool. Um, you've got a toolbox as well. You can add extra programs in there if you wanted. You can do updates. There's all sorts in there from anti-bundleware. So if you're buying new laptops in and you want to get rid of all the rubbish what comes with them, like the 
ASUS power management programs and all the free bits of rubbish, what no one ever uses and trial stuff, um, you can basically run the anti-bundleware and it'll remove all that for you. Um, obviously it gives you an option what you want to remove. You've got adware cleaner, root kits, You've pretty much got everything you can pretty much think of a lot of the stuff this under the repair you can run through windows anyway but it's a quick shortcut to it we've even got a shortcut to fabs if you've got fabs we'll talk a bit about that in a few minutes i think and then you've got os tools as well so again command prompt device manager disk partition so you've basically got pretty much most tools you'll ever need um well not every tool you'll ever need but for for diagnostics and just basic cleanup so it's pretty good program. Let me just take screen share back off now. Here we go. Uh, and the key thing about what I love about it, as you said, a lot of those programs are in there. You can have them, whatever. It's just you have everything in one place, and it's just the speed yeah. of it. Off you go. You know, even, just, even if you don't have it in one place, you can add it in there yeah. to put it in one place. It's uh, nice and neat and compact. Cool. You have everything at your fingertips that you need. You don't have to switch USB pens to find this tool because it's all nice and tidy in that one tool. You just press another tab and go to it. The anti-bundleware, oh, it saves me so much time instead of going into the control panel and faffing about, restart and mm. uninstall this one. Just run that to want to make a cup of coffee and come back. <laughs> All right, don't even have time to make a cup of coffee sometimes. I know. Uh, working another computer while you're doing it, you know. Yeah. yeah, it is a great time saver. Right, let's move on to the next one. So, what's uh, let's go to Jen. Uh, so, Jennifer, what's your tool tip or best tool or favorite tool to use other than obviously what we've mentioned? Well, that's a good tool for for what it's designed for. But my my favorite to use when the chips are down is fabs backup Whoa. yep mm -hmm. uh when when i have a customer that's had a, a failed drive come through the first thing i do is go and take the hard drive or ssd out put it in a caddy and run fabs on it and see if i can back it up if you can back it up you should do it with fabs and here's why not only will it back it up accurately and tell you the amount of storage that you're gonna need to put it on, it gives you a, a list of software at the end that you need to put back onto the machine once you put in a, a new drive. So if someone has, let's say, um, an HP printer, it also has the printers list. Any printer that's installed It'll give you a list at the end and any software, like say they, they come through here and say, oh, I had Microsoft Office on there. And you say, I don't remember that. You pull up that software list and if it's not on there, they didn't have it. So it's a good way for techs not to be pulled the wool over their eyes that the customer has lost something because of that. Mm -hmm. It's pretty so, good. One thing not to forget, it's not a recovery tool. It's more of a backup or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. You can actually it, run it on that. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say it, it does recover and you can do a backup uh, just to keep. Just go through your computer one day and say, you know, I really do need to make a backup of it. You can do a fabs backup. You don't have to just, you know, back it up and send it back over. Just make a backup record of it. and. Yeah. Yeah. The beauty about it is that literally 
um you can do sometimes if you if you do a clean install and you're like you nearly have to tell the customer you've done a clean install because everything's back in its place like yeah um personally this is what i feel about fads this is generally what i feel i believe that every tech in the world should go out and help build a statue of fabrice he's absolutely he's after making us money like any computer any any and if our competitors aren't using fabs, then he's making us money as well because we're just looking more professional right across the thing. You email the guy, he'll get in contact straight away. He and your his tool just works. Just works, works, it works. It saves us so much time. And that's why I'm launching Let's Build a Statue to Fabrice campaign. Yes. <laughs> he is an amazing guy. He's he's very easy to work with. Yeah. Um, if you have a question about the tool or an issue with the tool, you can just, you know, contact him and he's straight on it. I mean he's integrated with malware uh, with Malwarebytes tool set as well nowadays. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And not only that the price of it as well is that yeah. stupidly priced i'm not offended yeah. to him but he should charge more um but should, he should like jesus yeah um there's another question but i can't remember the exact price but it's something silly like 50 quid or something i, paid, like I think i paid 75 or 100 quid for a three-year license um, yeah and that's just yeah can, you can even buy a one-year license or whatever, and if you don't want to update it after the first year, you can still carry on using it, um, yeah. and then you can update it a bit later if you wanted to. So if you haven't got the readies available, hopefully you'll have 50 quid or whatever to renew it. But yeah, it's a pretty good program. Uh, I must yeah. admit. Literally, the last day, the last day, it took off something like 465 gigs and put it back on straight away. And there was a reason why I didn't just pull the hard drive out and just transfer it in one go because it can transfer from the hard drive to the computer itself so you can cut out the middle bit yeah. of it. Someone explain that in a better tech way than me, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Let me just run. Uh, I've got that on screen share as well, believe it or not. I'm prepared today, so there uh, you are. look, I should have fabs. Uh, I think I actually need to update my version, actually, by the looks of it. But let me share the screen again. Let me know if that's coming through. Yep, that's it. Okay, so we've got Fabs Auto Backup. And as Cormac says, and the reason it's called Fabs Auto Backup is because the guy who makes it is called Fabrice. I used to think it was called Fabs Auto Backup because it was fabulous or something along that line. But <laughs> his actual name is Fabrice. Uh, if I remember right, he's from France um, with a name like that. It probably is as well. So, right. So basically, you can run this program on the machine you're wanting to back up from. Um, so let's just say you wanted to back up all the user information on this PC. You just go to backup. You, you can select it, but it usually auto selects users on there. So you, if you've got multiple users, you can say, I just want to back up Phil or if there's Jen on there or guest or whatever, you can back them up. You can change the location you want to back it up to. So you can back it up over a network if you've got it set up. You can back it up onto an external hard drive or SSD or even another drive inside the machine. Um, you can then go on to next. You can choose all the different things you want to back up. It automatically selects the mo most common things and things that are installed. Even Internet Explorer favorites, if anyone still uses those. Um, from Firefox, um, you've got all your Outlook profiles, um, Mozilla Firebird, Thunderbird, sorry, um, Skype, you name it, Picasa even, um, network places, OneDrive, you've got public data in there as well. 
extra files you can add in and there is even optional items as well you can do so you can exclude stuff it's really good to be honest and then it'll just back it all up and give you a report at the end to say that it's done um, but you can even run it on a, let's just say another machine, like Jen said, you could take the drive out of the, let's say a laptop, what's not working. Um, so take the hard drive out, let's say the hard drive does work, um, and you plug it into a caddy or a docking station into another PC or however you're going to do it. Uh, and then you can back it up from there. You just basically choose the uh, the main folder, um, which it usually does once it finds a drive you want to back up from, and then it'll back it up. And then you just go on the other machine you want to put it on, plug your drive in and press restore, find the file where you saved it and it puts everything back on. Bear in mind, it only puts the data on, not the programs. So you will have to reinstall stuff like Microsoft Office. For example, if you're still using Picasa uh, and different things like that, you will have to put those back on. But uh, but yeah, it's, it's an amazing program. It's a time saving tool as well, because back in the days when you had to copy and paste a user profile, it would take forever. And if it was interrupted for some reason, you had to start all over again. But with fabs, if it's interrupted, okay, you might have to go back and set it back up, but it'll carry on. And it's, it's just a really neat tool. And Phil brought up a very, very good point there about Microsoft Office. It will take the PST files and all that, and you install whatever, I, I install Office first, then I put it back on, you just go into control panel, into mail settings, and put in that user's password, and presto, it's there. That's yeah. just, like seriously, that's just mm -hmm. fantastic. Like, you know? Yeah, the amount of time that saves you going out, oh. Outlook, copy the favorites well i will i will give a tip there i would i use something i think siw i think password uh checker because the customer might will probably give you the wrong password so i'll go in get the password that's meant to be going into outlook so you can just go wham bam off you go happy days that's yeah it's a brilliant program right i think we need to move on otherwise we're gonna uh, limit of <laughs> products. So what we're going to talk about next, I'll do this one, is ScanCircle. Now, ScanCircle is not an actual program I've used too much myself, but the, its advantages is amazing. And the reason I haven't used it much myself is the way our business is uh, set up these days. But I have got it set up on the website as a shortcut. But in basics, what it does, it basically allows your customers to click a link, either in an email, on your website, and it does a quick health check of the computer. And then it'll basically give them a report and say, oh, your computer's got so many stars and it's missing this, missing that. But it'll also email you, the technician, the information. And the customer can click, oh, can I get this fixed? Or is there any way I can get this sorted? And then basically it fills their information in and so forth. Um, so you can easily get for a, a small cost, again, it's not very expensive, um, an easy way to actually quickly diagnose one or two issues with a customer's computer before they even bring it in. Um, so like driver issues, it's missing drivers or whatever. Um, have you used that one yet, Cormac? Or oh, I heard of it. I heard of it. And I, yeah. um, I'd be interested, I'd interested to see how they would use it in the, in the, in the, in the wild. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's an open to the debate. Would, would people download it from your site? If they do, then it's a money maker for you, you know. 
I think it's more for um, you could send out like an email to all your customers and say like once every year, oh, do a, um, a check up with your computer, see if it's running all right, and then it gives you a score. And then if well, it's... we want to look into it anyway, definitely look into that. That's a good one. I'll, I'll do a really quick screen share of that one just to show you. We've got it on our website, but it's not fully implemented because again, for the way our business is running at the moment, it won't. 100% fit what we need, but if your break fix um, shop or even even some MSPs, I suppose it'd work as for as well. Um, but a lot of our stuff we're using um, um, RRM programs, so with remote management and so forth, and watching it anyway, so we don't need to. But uh, let me just put the sh uh, screen share up and let me get that back up. So if I go to where are we? So if I go I to if you're if you're doing a service on someone's computer, mm -hmm. you, could, you could run your scan circle first and get a score. Yeah. And then you could do the wow. service and see how much you've improved it and show your customer at the end of the day the before and after. And then exactly. it lets them know how important it is to get a service done and they're more inclined to come back mm -hmm. because they've seen firsthand the before and after. That's it. So let me get the share on. So you should be able to see my screen. This is our website at the moment. I'll skip past that. You'll probably recognize these two people here. Oh, go away, um, go away. <laughs> so at the bottom, we've just got basically direct scan setup, but you can create a better icon or whatever. But you click that and it pops up saying you want to download basically the file. It's just a, a, a mini EXE file, um, which basically checks to see what's on your machine it doesn't actually install anything on the machine or at least so i'm told unless anything's changed and then it will oops, brought it up on another on a page but then it will bring up a page like this so you can see basically gives you a scan score at the top so 5.3 um you've got date times it's saying no operating system issue so you can click on that and it's basically saying as we found out for malware bytes i have got a couple of updates what need going through it's got <laughs> with a network on there, user con account control. That's because I've got user account control pop, uh, turned off so it don't keep popping up while I'm doing this uh, uh, Zoom chat. Um, you've got driver updates. So it's telling me I've got 12 update for drivers. Obviously drivers and ten, one of these people who updates them when needed rather than updating them all the time because usually when you update them, you can have sometimes more issues than not. But again, if it's security related, I will update it. Um, software stuff what's no longer supported and stuff like that so it gives you a rough idea of how the machine is before you actually work on it and then you can actually set up this bit in the middle that says need help with doing this scan you can click that button and then it will take you to uh, your website for example it just takes us back to our website um, but you can set that up however you want. You could have a special page it goes to or something like that so which comes up with contact us now or email us or whatever you want. You can have even have a little video playing there if you wanted and so forth. So I think it's got great potential if used correctly. What price is it? Uh, let me check that on the other screen. Let me just stop my screen share. Um, scan circle. It wasn't expensive, I know that. Uh, oh. I think if I'm right, we've got discounts in the TFT discount pa um, page. So if you are a Tech for Tech member, you can do it there. Um, let's have a look. Uh, do, do, do. Request support, partner program. 
standard subscription is it's basically 50 euros for three months. Okay, all right. So obviously, depending on how you work it out, you probably find it's a, a bit cheaper, probably if you have a full year's worth or whatever, I don't know. But uh, there is a 30-day trial on there. So it's worth giving it a go mm. and see if people are interested in it. A lot of the tools we'll be talking about today will have uh, discounts on the TFT uh, page if you're a member of that, so you yeah. might want to check that out. Mm -hmm. um, if you are not a tech for tech member and you're watching this and you are a tech and you're interested in computer repairs and stuff like that, you want to get your business started, you want to advise more people to talk to. At the moment, we've got over 950 members and it's free to join. So, but again, this is only for people who have got businesses or starting up a business in the tech industry. And if you want to join up, just go to www.techfortechs.co.uk. I'll put links in the description once the video's done uh, and there'll be a section at the top that says join. Just click join and it'll link you through where to join up. Also, if you're a distributor or a vendor, um, feel free to join. We'd love to have you as well. Yeah, we've got vendors and distributors from all over the UK. Uh, some of them, one of them we've already mentioned is VIP. We've got Target, we've got CMS. Uh, we've also got members from Spire in there. And we've got other uh, vendors from ooh, Cooler Master, Gigabyte. Um, God, there's lots of them. A lot of these tools, what we've uh, mentioned, um, Fabs is in there, or Fabrice, should I say. Um, Eurosoft and as well. Yeah, basically all these things we're mentioning, they're all generally members of the group because they all want to interact with you as well. And again, the group's free. Uh, so I think we're best... <laughs> Sorry? Free and friendly. Free, yeah, exactly. We yeah. don't charge you for being a, for being a member. You don't have to be a millionaire like some of the um, groups out there. Um, it's basically for anyone. So a sole trader all the way up to a, a international distributor as long as you're based in the UK or trade in the UK. Okay, so let's have a look. What else we've got to talk about? Any anyone for anything else? I think you've got another one called. Like you were going to talk about your PC checker. You want to talk yeah. about PC check? You want to do oh, that? That's fine. Okay. Oh, basically, uh, PC check is a great diagnostics tool, and I say that hands down, it it is great. When uh, you can't go into Windows. And, and do your diagnostics that way. I use the UEFI version and I boot to my memory stick that has the program on it. And it brings up a menu and it lets me, I can, I can select the whole machine to be scanned for errors. Or if I think this is a hard, a hard drive issue, I can select the hard drive and it will scan just the hard drive and do a series of tests on it. I can pick and choose which one of the hard drive tests I want to do first, you know, and, and it will tell me, you know, if it's the hard drive or not. I can run a scripted thing that does a scan of the, the whole computer. And it is great. It is absolutely great that it does not have to be in a Windows environment because 99% of the ones that come through my door that need diagnostics, you can't get into Windows. And that's a trip up for any of the Windows-based ones. So they've, they've definitely got the, the margin on the UF, UEFI version. 
Now they do make a Windows based version and it looks a little bit different, but I have not used that a lot due to the fact that most of my customers, you can't get into Windows to begin with. And uh, it, it is very accurate. Um, I, have not, I have not replaced a part using it that I did not need to. It takes out the guesswork. Uh, you think you've got a failing graphics card and you go through the, the hassle of going and finding a spare one in the, the shop only to find out it wasn't that. It, you don't have to do that anymore. You don't have to, to do the guesswork. It does the test with accuracy for you. Yeah, it's a pretty good program. You've got, well, for, there's for the free versions, the plain um, PC check, and again, the company's called Eurosoft. Um, which is more designed for your older machines, um, which haven't got a UEFI virus. So the old fashioned biases, which look like a, I don't know, old Teletext channel on TV um, or CFAX or whatever you were used to back then. Um, they've got the newer version, which is a UEFI version, which if I'm right, actually comes with the older version as well. So if you get the newer version, you get the older version with it on the same pen. So you plug that pen in your machine, boot from it, if the machine has got a UFI BIOS or it's set up right, it will boot into that. Um, so that's pretty good. Um, the Windows one you can run within Windows and you can run it on boot as well. Um, I've got it actually on my machine as well. So again, prepared, that makes a change for me. Um, but, uh, uh, but basics is it lets you check the hardware of your machine. So it's good for, basically we run it on pretty much every machine when we've finished doing what we're doing just to check to make sure there's no issues with it especially if we built a new machine anything along that lines give it a good stress test 24 48 hours whatever or if you only want to give it a few hours you can do but stress everything through and if there's going to be a problem you'd rather know before the customer takes it home and this will generally let you know because it's basically going to work that machine as well as it possibly can and let me get my screen share up and just it show saves you lots of money as well you don't have to buy in parts to test with it goes down to motherboard issues cpu issues memory issues i mean anything that you can throw at it, it it will test it the graphics card everything most of the time when a gamer comes in and their machine is crashing first thing i do is i run that on it can i ask a question and i'm confident mm -hmm. the time here because i'm asking because i I'm, I'm on the fence about buying it all along yeah is i'm i've 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 stopped. I, I've got out of I don't want to do gaming machines. I don't I don't have the parts to test them. I don't need the business on that side. Like like for me, if a machine comes in that thin, I can boot into Linux, I can check my way that way. Is this primarily for people with gaming machines or should I just take the plunge? No. Um, this is for any machine. This could mm -hmm. be a home and office machine. It could be anything that you have set up. Uh, basically, if it's got a drive in it and a motherboard and some memory, it's game. Uh, it, it's from your grandfather's computer to the one that you've got in the office, someone that you go on site. It's great to have there because you're not gonna carry around with you uh, a second motherboard and processor and 
you may have a stick or two of memory, you know, mm. but this is, this is something that's yeah. really worth it's having. Mm -hmm. It's it's a good program, must admit. It's one of our most, three most used programs, Eurosoft, Fabs, and malware bikes. They're yeah. the top three repair tools or software, I must admit, we do use when we're doing stuff like that. Let me put the screen share on just to do a quick, brief show of it. This is going to be the Windows version of it, okay? And I've got it booted in, obviously, Windows because that's where I am at the moment. Um, I Personally, my favorite one is the UFI version. Um, mm -hmm. It allows, I'd say, a bit more testing. But again, this does give you a lot, a lot of different things. So when you first load it up, it looks like this. This PC check windows. You can see all your system components on there, memory modules. So yeah, you can see the memory, how many drives you've got and all your different information, serial numbers and all that. Most of that you're probably not interested in. You've got diagnostic tools on there. Um, just click on it. It can be a bit slow sometimes coming on with those. So just bear with it. Um, so, but basically you can select each individual part or individual drive and so forth to actually do what you want it to do. And typical, uh, while we're doing a live show, oh, here we go. So it's, <laughs> it's probably because I've had it sitting here running for about two hours, just sitting and doing nothing, but you can also check your system health indicators on here as well. So it'll tell you, uh, your RAM usage, CPU usage, and stuff like that. So you can see there um, how much RAM I'm using and so forth, CPU temperature. So I'm running at 59 degrees at the moment, um, GPU temperature. So you can monitor things like when you're testing it to see if it's overheating and stuff like that. And you can see utilization and everything you basically need to use on there. Let me go back to the home page again. So let's see if the diagnostic tools will kick in this time. I'm um, not sure why it's not deciding to, unless I've got it on a different tab. Not today. I'll, re I'll relaunch it in a minute. But you've also got um, a few other tools on there, reliability monitor. But a lot of this is all your stuff you've got in Windows, a bit like you've got a malware bytes under the uh, Windows tab. Uh, let me just... Uh, relaunch the program just to see if uh, that will get it but again we usually use it booting up in more honesty it's not the best test for it with it not to uh, deciding to uh, uh, run at the moment but uh we're live these things happen yeah it does don't it's it. for people to watch you know Never, just never, never had an issue with it in the past, and just just then you get it where it just doesn't want to go. They're probably they're probably watching this, the guys at Eurosoft now, going, "Oh my God, this is not the best advert for our software." I was, was going to say that. Yeah, after convincing it, me. Um, so, guys from Eurosoft, reach out and send goodies. <laughs> yeah, yes. the guys, the guys at Eurosoft, they're they're really good. Um, if you have any questions, they're they're well, very well, quick to answer. Yeah. Just loading it back up, see if it kicks well, sound, in. It does actually sound good. Definitely something I'm going to have to get. Yeah, it is a, a good one. They, f they do a bundle where they get all, all the software together and it comes with, oh, I uh, forget the name of it. The It's one what you um, destroy the um, disks with and stuff like that. So it does like zero rights or military grade wipes on them and stuff like that. So it doesn't help that I'm running a hundred different things on this machine. So let's... Uh, Let's see if it's going to do the diagnostic tool this time. It's probably something I'm running. It's not liking more so than uh, an issue with the program, but 
Guys, mm. you're assaulted yeah. just sitting there cringing right Yeah, now. they're probably cringing. <laughs> but trust me, guys, it does normally work, and it was it when I tried it earlier on. <laughs> so it's uh, it's probably something to do with the live chat or all the program. Let the Irish guy do it, lad. Yeah, it's uh, the Irish look, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, do you guys have any other tools you want to talk out, uh, about before we finish? Because there are a few other things I've got on the list, but I didn't know if there was anything you want to talk about. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm watching time with you there, so it's up to you, you know. Um, so, um, let's have a look. Um, a common one, let's just uh, do a quick run through this one. UVK, have you ever used UVK before? I don't, you would have to sell me that because why I, I look at that and I'm kind of going, but I'm using malware bytes too, so what am I going near that for? Yeah, why? exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. UVK is a very common one. There's two versions, a free version and a paid for version. And it is very similar to malware bytes in a lot of cases. There's a lot of tools in it. They're always adding new tools. But what I what find the only issue with UVK, what I've found, is even if you pay for the UVK program, um, a lot of the, the tools on there are third-party tools from other vendors, mm. like the free version of Malware Bikes and so forth. So, which really they shouldn't be probably using those in the first place, to be honest, because for you using Malware Bikes, even if you're using the free version, you shouldn't be using the free version if you're using it for commercial use. So. UVK has its tools and it can be handy. It's got lots of lots of little gadgets and stuff. I won't go too far into it, but some people like it, love it. They're not bothered about the consequences that they're using some of the tools within it against some of the rules and regulations, to be honest with you. We do have it, but I must admit we don't use it a lot. It's very rare. Sometimes you, um, it's... A secondary thing for checking to see if you've got any viruses or malware, just in case malware bytes doesn't pick something up, which is extremely rare in all honesty. Um, you just have these issues, um, what you just can't fix, you can't find, there may be a solution within that. Um, but a lot of it is a combination of lots of tools in one. So it's like a more of a Swiss army knife of tools, is probably the best way of putting it. Yeah, I, I tried it, it's not for me. Yeah, so some people yeah. like, some people don't. Some people will swear by it. Some people will uh, cringe at it. So, uh, but I think I, that... I, I wouldn't say I cringe at it. Mm -hmm. um, I don't. Uh, I would just say that preferably malware bytes tech bench. Yeah. That's that's the one for me. That's 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 for me as well. To be honest, I must admit I prefer that one out of the two. And last but not least, um, let's just do another screen share. Um, the one of the biggest selling tools we use, and if you're in the UK, this can be very advantageous, and we'll not let it go on too long. Uh, let's just show it, and that'll be the last one again. So you should see my screen again. You're on our website yet again. We've got linked at the bottom a PC builder, and this is using or through Target Components. So if you're not familiar with Target Components, they're a UK distributor. And this tool is pretty much, uh, well, it's amazing. Um, it does have one or two little bugs now and again, but they usually fix it when you usually mention it to them. So it's not usually a problem, but it lets you build a PC from scratch. So if you want to to build a PC, you're not sure what parts to go together or want to save time, you can let the customer actually do it. 
bear in mind it is the in-store PC builder, so it's designed to use in your store uh, rather than use as a selling tool on your website. So, uh, for example, if someone wanted to choose a CPU, um, let's just say, uh, let's just go for an i9, okay? You click the i9 and then it'll basically choose and show you which motherboards that will fit with what they've got in stock. Bear in mind, the only, the only stock, stock you'll have is what stock target components has in stock. But as you can see, they've got many different motherboards on there. They've got a huge choice. So let's just say we want a, let's just say a mid-range-ish motherboard, Z390. You, then it'll tell you what coolers will fit that. You can start at any point. You don't have to start with a CPU. You can start with a memory, and then it'll tell you what fits with that memory. It's pretty good. And then it'll tell you what memory will fit with it. You can just, well, I don't see why someone would want four gigabytes of RAM with an i9 processor, but you never know, and you could choose four of them. Um, you can choose your hard drives. Again, it'll only let you choose M.2s, uh, NVMEs, if that board will fit it. And then it'll basically, again, same with optical drives. You can add those in, but it'll only show you cases then which will fit optical drives, power supplies, graphics cards, all the way through. Basically, most of the stuff in this top section here all works together. The bits at the bottom are usually optional things like software. Obviously, you should be using Windows, monitors, mice, and so forth. But if you are getting a monitor, do make sure it's got the right connection for the graphics card because it doesn't work that detailed. But otherwise, it's pretty good. But you can go in the back end of the program and set your own margins. So if you want a, a build charge of £80 for building a computer, um, you can say that the standard build charge is £80, and then you can add a percentage on top. Or you could just make a flat percentage on top of everything. So every build you make, you make 30% profit. Or you can individually set the price for each item or category. So you could put 100% profit on DVD drives and a 10% profit on CPUs and stuff like that. So I find it a brilliant selling tools. It makes it easy doing builds if you do, even low end mm. or gaming, um, because it takes the effort out having to look right, which processors um, compatible, which motherboard, which memory is it going to take? Is it going to fit in this case? Am I going to need a power right power supply? Does all that for you? You don't have to worry yeah. about. It. You can give put the put it in front of the customer, and they can click away to the heart consent um, consent. Uh, and basically choose what they wanted. Um, and then it's a good upselling tool because then they can have a look and go, oh, that i7 processor is 300 quid. For an extra 50 quid, I can upgrade to the overclockable version or whatever, all within that tool. So it's ideal if you have got a store or you could use it, I do, when going to people's houses as well. I build with so. it all the time. The people that come through the store, Mm -hmm. um, they want a new computer and they'll look around and they'll see my reconditioned computers or mine that I already have built up that are new, but they always want to know, you know, a little more. And I'd say, well, come over here to my builder and I'll pull mm -hmm. it up on the screen and I'll ask them a few questions about what are they going to be using the computer for, etc. And I just let them interact with it. And they feel like they're part of building that bespoke machine mm -hmm. because they were there picking the parts to go in it. They even got to pick their case. And some people don't want one with a, a side that you can see into. Some don't want any flashing lights. Some want a quiet case. And it's all there for you, listed, plain English. Mm -hmm. And they'll even see. And you can direct the customer to what is best for their needs. 
exactly and they'll even build it for you if you wanted them to build it or they'll just ship you the parts and let's just yeah. say you've got your own graphics card you don't need to add the graphics card on there they'll ship it to you right i think we've probably done with most of the tools today i don't want to keep it too long we've a little bit over what we wanted to do in the first place but i think we've been having so much fun um <laughs> is there anything anyone wants to say before we finish off yeah the Irish guy that I haven't spoken enough already. Ever. Oh dear. <laughs> they're very good. Will he ever shut up? You know, and more importantly, what the hell is he saying with his accent? Or his <laughs> accent may add, but still. Um, I'm going to give a shout out here for a couple of people. One, my tech, Steve, is going to be watching this, I would imagine, maybe. I couldn't build this out of Steve. Love Steve, Steve, the brilliant. I also have to give a shout out to Alison Cook. You just have to say to Alison. Yes. Read up data. You have to say hi, Al. Wait, she's brilliant. I send all my data to her. And um, Matthew there, the King of Lennox in the group. Sweet Jesus, Matthew helps us out all the time. And then uh, that just rounds me off to say thank you to the two of you. And sorry for putting you on the spot now, <laughs> but uh, you getting up this group has been a game changer for me and other techs out there for all of us. We have all made money out of setting up that group, you know. Um, it's amazing how powerful that group has become. I was in here one day with actually my tech Steve. Something, something happened with AVG and it built it. You booted back into AVG when you're trying to remove. Just, and I said, Steve, this is not a problem. I said, we'll post this question in the group, you know. I post question. I think Phil and I think Alex Smith actually from Malware Bites answer back straight away. I've been out at site. And I'm stuck, and I'm, I'm on my own, I can, you know, and I can post a question. And this group, even this podcast, didn't just appear. He put in loads of hard work. And I know now he will probably expect me to take this somehow. But no, seriously, <laughs> um, it helps me feed my chickens back here in Ireland. <laughs> and seriously, a big, sincere thank you. And in short, all the other people in the group will agree with me. So thank you, folks. Thank you. you well, thank you. Thank you for saying that, but basically what we want out of Tech for Techs, and it's always been the case, is for everyone to work together from the small techs, if you're a new business, experienced, you've got 15 years experience, if you're just getting into the uh, trade and let's just say you're a, an elderly person uh, and you're getting in, well, say elderly, but older person in your 50s, 60s, um, you may not know all about the tools and tech, what to get into. And there's lots of people of different ages groups and so forth wanting to join up and we are not limited to techs built in um, who do repairs we've got msps and we've also got vendors and distributors which is one of the big things about the group is that these vendors and distributors most of the time will work with you um, obviously odd cases like we mentioned with vip earlier a little bit quiet on a few things uh, but generally they'll work with you and help you because obviously they want your trade in the end so they'll actually want to help you more so than you probably um, experience because it's an easy way for them to meet new customers and it's an easy way for you to be able to get support and help with their products um, and that goes for if it's software or hardware yes and uh, a lot of our our members ask questions where can i get this that and the other and that's when your distributors come up and go, here, I've got it here. I've got that solid state drive. I have that keyboard. I have that case. Call me. And they'll send you a private message over 
with their details and everything, and you can work together on getting what you need. Um, there's also um, helping each other. You can bounce ideas off of each other in the group. Uh, just like Carmack said, if you're stuck and you put that question up there, I guarantee you in less than uh, 15 minutes, someone will reply. If it's nothing but, oh, I had that yesterday and I'm still trying to figure it out. And then they may come back a few minutes later, solved it and presto, you've got your answer. That's it. One thing I'd like to mention before we go, I know a few of you have asked questions, but it's hard to keep track of the questions as well as talking. Um, we've run out of time today, but if it's anything we can answer the next time we do a show, we will do. If not, we'll link in people or answer the questions in the chat uh, afterwards for you. Okay. So unless anyone else has got uh, anything to say, I think that's it for tonight. Thank you for watching. Thank you for your large companies for supporting smaller independent retailers. And thank you for working together. Thank See you, you next time. See you Take next care. time. <laughs>